An old woman from Attica, Indiana lived a very quiet life after she divorced from her unsafe husband several years ago. She spent the rest of her life alone as the couple had no children and she didn't really get out much. However, when her postman noticed that she hadn't been collecting her mail as she normally would, he became worried about her and called the police, helping to file a missing persons report. Leona Disseldorf wouldn't be found for another 52 days, and the state of her body proved that her life had been taken from her in a very tragic way. Leona Disseldorf was a 72-year-old woman who lived alone. She'd been living in Attica, Indiana in a quiet neighborhood after she retired from teaching more than two decades before. She didn't have much money, and according to various reports, she lived on her social security income. However, this wasn't too much of a struggle for her, and she always made ends meet. According to the postman who delivered her mail every day, he became worried about Leona when she failed to meet him at the mailbox for two days in a row. Leona didn't have a busy schedule and always found time to meet the mailman at the mailbox each day. Afraid that something bad may have happened to her, the mailman got in touch with a few of her neighbors and inspected her home. They found that her front door was locked and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. All they noticed was that her cats had tipped over food and it was never cleaned up. However, this didn't really prove much, but still, they felt that the best thing to do was contact the police after they tried repeatedly knocking on her door and never received an answer. Officers showed up a short while later and also received no response. Thus, they kicked down her door and ran inside, hoping to help the old woman. However, once they made their way inside, there was no trace of her. Thankfully, the house was in perfect order and there were no signs of a struggle. From what they could gather, Leona had just gathered up her belongings and left for the day, never to return. The only thing missing from her home was her purse and a specialty watch that she always wore. Aside from this, there was nothing to speak of. Even though Leona was 70 years old, everyone in the area knew that she was quite active for her age. She would often go on long walks, and because of this, the police and her neighbors assumed that she must have just been out of the house for a while, and they assumed that she would be back soon but Leona never returned. On top of this, she was known to hitchhike quite frequently. Keep in mind, this was back in 1958, so hitchhiking didn't have the same stigma that surrounds it these days. A wide-scale search was soon put into place, as many of the locals feared that she may have been injured while trying to get a ride from someone. It was also feared that she could have fallen or been injured while she was hiking on her own property. Leona lived on an 80-acre piece of land, Instead of walking the streets of her own town, she would most often just walk around her own property. She would hike the many trails that she had carved for herself and wander around for hours on end in the wilderness. Police felt that her property would likely be the best place to begin searching for her, though they found no trace of her there either. It would be another 52 days before there were any more updates in Leona's case. On November 10th, two rabbit hunters were out in the woods hunting. They stopped at a nearby well to catch their breath and take a break for a few moments. As soon as they approached this well, they noticed a strange smell coming from it. The well had been covered by boards, and they didn't take the time to investigate it any further. The property and the well belonged to a woman named Mary Hickman. 
However, Mary employed the help of her brother-in-law, Guy Grady, to help care for the property. Just a few moments after the two rabbit hunters had left the well, Guy Grady and his son, Gene, approached the well and noticed the exact same smell coming from it. Guy knew that it was his job to keep the property in tip-top shape. So he and his son removed the boards from the top of the well and began to investigate. They assumed that an animal had fallen in the well and died, and they even noticed a strange liquid that seemed to be floating on top of the water, confirming their suspicions. They took a long piece of barbed wire and they tried to fish out whatever animal had fallen into the well, but they could not have braced themselves for what they were about to uncover. As they pulled the barbed wire out of the water, they noticed that it had pulled out a large amount of human hair. Completely shocked, terrified, and every other emotion in the book, the men called for the help of the sheriff. When a team of officers arrived, they looked into the well, and now that the water had been disturbed, they noticed what looked to be the shape of a human at the bottom of the well, 30 feet below the surface. When her body was removed from the well, it was clear that she had lost her life at the hands of someone else. Her hands had been bound, she'd been gagged with a piece of cloth, and a towel was wrapped around her throat with two knots in it. She also had several bricks strapped around her waist, presumably so that she wouldn't float back to the top of the water. Later on, officers even found a piece of duct tape that had likely been placed over her mouth before she was dumped inside. Though they would soon unveil the most disturbing information of all. From what they gathered, it was very likely that Leona had been alive when she was dumped in the well. This was determined because her hands were found clasped around a pipe that was near the bottom, indicating she may have been holding onto it when she passed away, or even tried to use it to raise herself up out of the water. Considering the state of her body, she wasn't able to be identified by officers. Her cousin ended up identifying her based on a pair of shoes that she had been wearing. Thankfully, Leona was fully clothed and there were no signs of her being taken advantage of before being dumped into the well. The only piece of clothing that was missing was her red sweater that she'd been wearing when she went missing. However, there are a million different reasons why this sweater could have disappeared, so police never really looked into that detail too much. Police appealed for information and found that she was last seen by one of her former students on the day that she went missing. She was getting out of a red vehicle with local license plates but the witness couldn't provide any further details about the car. Police believe that Leona was most likely robbed before being placed in the well. Her purse and watch were never recovered, so officers believe that these items were most likely stolen from her. However, there is a bit of speculation that may point to her former husband being somehow involved in the case. Many years before, Leona had been married to a man named Edgar Emmons. Emmons was very aggressive towards Leona, which explains why she eventually filed for divorce. After the two split up, Edgar had become involved with another woman. According to police, Edgar even helped the woman concoct a plan to kidnap her own daughter. As it would turn out, the woman had lost custody of her daughter after she too had been divorced. A police officer was shot during the kidnapping attempt after the plan fell apart, but we don't know if Edgar was ever charged for this crime. He passed away a few years later, but there's no word about what happened to the woman. There is a chance, albeit a very, very small one, that this woman could have been involved in Leona's disappearance. There were rumors that Leona was known to carry around large sums of money. If Edgar knew about this, there's a chance that he could have relayed this information to the woman. Then there's a slight chance that she may have found Leona and robbed her, then disposing of her body in the well. 
I'll be honest, this is a bit of a long shot, but it is certainly a possibility. Though, as far as police were concerned, they claimed that they have no reason to believe that Leona carried around large amounts of money. They say that on the day she disappeared, she didn't even have enough money to pay a taxi driver that had driven her to Williamsport. Therefore, the claims of her being a very wealthy woman are likely false. Even though more than 50 years have passed since Leona went missing, her case has never been solved, and every last detail of the story and her disappearance remains unexplained. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or clicking that blue join button below to really show your support for the channel. But I've been Ty Knotts. You guys have been lovely, and I'll catch you in the next video.